Clicksland and welcome to episode 114 here on the Clicksing It podcast. I, like always, am your host Adam, and with me in the studio, as always, is my co-host Dan. Dan, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Still a little tired from Saturday, but you know it was good. Yep, Saturday was a long day, but we'll get into that. Kane is kind of with us. He's currently at work, but he is also listening to us right now, so he's going to chime in when he can. But then once he gets off of work, he will be officially with us. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, if you guys didn't know, which I'm sure you have because you listen to the podcast, Kane's work schedule kind of changed a little bit, so uh, he can only join us at certain moments. But we'll take him when we can. Um, got a lot of talk about this week. We are going to be talking about Spider-Man, but we, it's going to be at the end of the podcast. We will give you fair warning when we're going to talk about it. We got spoilers and stuff like that, so I will give you a fair warning after we talk about everything HeroClicks-related um once we get into that so uh hang in there uh for now uh but let's get into a quick man i'm kind of dropping the ball here i'm not queued up here let's get into a quick i'm stalling at this point how was our week sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday there are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Kane, did you want to say anything about your week, or are you good on this end? You give me a sign here, buddy. Uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, Spider-Man back-to-back, and I got to play Hero Clicks, so wonderful weekend. Awesome. <laughs> wonderful week. Uh, Dan, what about you? How was your week? Um, I found I'm, I'm getting paid for the holidays, so that is a plus. Always Ooh. is, so that'll be nice because I, uh, I'm still in like a limbo period a little bit. So it's nice to know I'm getting paid for because I get mon- I get Friday and the following Monday off each of the next two weeks. So losing out on four days would have sucked, but I don't. So that's that. That makes me really happy. Nice. Uh, as for me, uh, lots happened, <laughs> like usual per my life. Um, biggest thing was daughter got tubes last week, thought everything was fine. And then on Thursday, I, no, it was Saturday of this week, right before we had our clicksing at cheesehead championship. She was really cranky, was getting a fever and she had some like discharge coming out of one of her ears. She happened to have another ear infection, even with the tubes. So again, my daughter cannot catch a break, uh, with the ear infections, we think it's just an, or the doctor thinks it's just an outer ear infection and not the inner ear, which the tubes prevent. So the whole thing was she got her tubes. Uh, we had her on antibiotics to get to the tube surgery, but we stopped. So we're just thinking that the, uh, because we didn't finish the antibiotics, the infection never cleared up totally. But the doctor said, you don't have to do the antibiotics anymore because she's got the tube. So we're just thinking uh, because we didn't finish the antibiotics that she was uh, never got over the infection. And it's back now. So she is on yet again another dose of antibiotics, and hopefully she will be feeling better soon. She is also on a major, major growth spurt right now. Like, we cannot keep her um, full. 
She is drinking so much milk, eating so much food. She is like a bottomless pit right now. I've never seen a child eat this much in my entire life. It is getting kind of scary. But uh, that's it for my – there's some other stuff at work, but I'm not going to get into that stuff. But uh, we got a lot to talk about on this episode. We've got to talk about um, our Clicks and Get Cheese at Championship. we got some more previews to talk about, and we got the set review, which we're going to go over the comments – uncommons and rares today because i want to go over each figure and talk about those and then we're going to talk about um kane's media quarter which of course the big thing is spider-man but that's not going to be towards the end of the night so first let's get into some news So first off, per usual, we do have our Patreon coming up in a few days. Actually, it's like two weeks or something like that. It's only the 20th today. Uh, But we got a lot of cool prizes in it for this month. I will be probably adding in some Empire stuff. Now, Empire did release last week. Unfortunately, I have not gotten a hold of any of it. I ordered one case off of Safari. I ordered one case from my local game store. And then I won the one brick from Worlds. Uh, Brad said that that should be coming in like a week or so. Our store never got anything. Uh, I don't know. When I talked to him last, they still hadn't shipped it out. Dan, you said kind of the same thing happened with you with tro- or with uh, cool stuff. Is It just says pending right now, and that means it is not <laughs> in the mail as of, so, or as of uh, today. And it's weird because some stores here have some, like Kenosha yeah. has some, and up north has apparently gotten some, uh, so I don't... They must be using a different distributor. I'm assuming they're using Diamond instead of Alliant. I think I think that's who supplies Gamers Realm, right, is Alliant, I think? I think so, yeah. But yeah, because I've checked the mall where we used to play. There's another place uh, in... I forget what town it is, but it, Gamers Universe. They don't have any. And then our store doesn't have any, but where our other partner, Ryan Redman, plays, uh, they got some in Kenosha. So I thought it was like a regional thing, but apparently it's not because, like you said, up north, somebody also has them. So I don't know what's going on. It must be distributor, but um, it's coming. I actually was was able to get a case, and then my place where I'm at, they have a bunch, so... That's right. What did you get out of your case? I forgot. Um... You got a century was one of them, I thought, right? Yeah, so I can verify that it is a chase per case. Or, excuse me, per brick. Excuse me, chase per brick. Um, my two chases were Sentry and Deadpool. Um, I was able to pull an Ultron. Uh, super rare, not a prime. Um, Gamora was my prime. And then I got Mr. Fantastic, um, Hulkling, uh, Kitty Pride. And kind of drawn. Oh, the title character Iron Man, and then something else. Yeah, one I, more, I, I have been seeing yeah. a ton of sentries, a ton of Deadpool's, not a lot of Magnetos here and there, a couple Norn Rads, but the f- chase that I've seen the least amount of is Hulk. Like there are not a lot of Hulks on Facebook right now. At least people that are selling. Some people might post them that they have them and demon and armor too i haven't seen a lot of but just centuries and deadpools up the wazoo right now so i'm hoping they yeah. didn't uh flood, of course i get those <laughs> flood the market with those 
because um, Chad Birdshaw, I think it was, he got he bought like eight cases, and I want to say he pulled like eight centuries in his picture, which is ridiculous. That half of your chases was the same one. So my buddy, so we bought. I say we. He bought five cases. I bought one. He ended up getting almost all the chases except for Thanos and Beast. I think he got all of them. And then his Thor was broken. His Thor was missing the hammer. Like, did Uh, not even have it in the box. Like, the Thor just did not have the hammer. Whoa. Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, he was pretty salty about it. But he got his Venom Magneto, so he was pretty stoked. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like I said, it's coming. The unboxing videos will be happening eventually. I just have to figure out, you know, I know one is coming tomorrow for sure. That's the one from Safari. Once the and it's kind of sucked because for the clicks and get cheese and championship we didn't have product to give to people so we have to mail it out to people and I'll be going over that in a second but um I was really hoping for the stuff to be there by uh, Saturday but it wasn't so I have to pick up that stuff when it shows up and then whenever I get the stuff from Brad so it is released it was release week for some of us last week and not for others me being one of them um. Piggybacking off of that, we did have our first annual Clicks and Get Cheesehead Championship. We had eight people show up, so thank you to everybody that showed up. Uh, we did have one person not show up because he overslept. Let's see, who was that? Oh, oh, the guy that really wanted me to play and gave me a hard time, Matty G. So, Matty G, <laughs> next time uh, we have a tournament, I will be calling you over and over. I will be your, uh, what do they call that at the hotel, your, your wake-up call? Concierge. Concierge for the day. Uh, Yeah, so Matt was supposed to come up with Ken Small, who competed in it. And, you know, I'm waiting. It's 11.30. I'm waiting. It's 11.45. It's 12 o'clock. I'm like, where the heck is Matty G? And then Ken goes, oh, yeah, he overslept. I'm like, oh, how convenient, Matty G. Like, waiting or giving me such a hard time not playing in it. And here you go ahead and sleep through your alarm clock. That's okay, Manatee. You can say you were scared of us and you didn't want to make the trip and you didn't want to get your butt kicked by everybody. So that's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's okay, man. We forgive you. But oh. <laughs> hopefully next time, Matt can join us. Um, I will probably hold the next one probably in the summertime. Just that way we don't have to deal with weather. We had good weather in Wisconsin, so that wasn't a problem. But uh, I know some people, they had to work last minute. Some people overslept. And uh, But we still had a good outing. So real quickly, I want to go over the teams that uh, people that showed up. Uh, not really any super meta teams. A lot of just kind of fun teams out there. So Ken Small, his team was Monsters. He had the Prime Wonder Woman, Sky Tyrant, Scarab, Dr. Venom, Commissioner, Proteus, the orange one, a Moloid, and then a green Proteus. Uh, we had Nicholas Carroll. He had... The, he had a very interesting team. So he had the Iron Man with the gauntlet, Beast, double Captain America from Empire, because I did make that set legal, uh, Stones of Merlin, the Infinity Gauntlet, and I don't can't see he the last bla- thing. He had, bla- he had Black Leopard in Sentry, the chase. As his sideline, yeah. But uh, he basically swapped out both Captain Americas for themselves and brought in a full-pointed Chase Sentry and a 25-point Daredevil and I think and Black Leopard. Uh, so he had a very oh, interesting he, team. 
he had Doctor Venom, Doctor Strange too. If he didn't, I didn't yep, hear that's you. Right. Okay, I forgot he swapped out that too. So he basically swapped out his entire team for Sentry, Daredevil at low points, Venom, and Black Leopard. Uh, we had Dagon, who actually had a really fun team. He played all the construct chases from Wonder Woman. So he played Sinestro, The Flash, Guy Gardner, Hal Jordan, Jessica Cruz, and Wonder Woman. So that was kind of a fun team because it was just a lot to deal with with all the constructs. We had our buddy Jerry, who played Magneto with the Power Gem, Franklin Richard, Astronomer, and Onslaught. Uh, Jerry hadn't played in quite a Quite like two months or something like that, but he did actually really well at this tournament. You mean try like over a year or more? Was it a year? Okay, I thought you said two months. It's, it's been a minute. I don't know if he's played. I mean, he might have played at home, but he hasn't. Like, I certainly haven't seen him at anything or have played with him in a while. So I'm, I thought it would, has been a bit for him. We had Blake, who played Cable with the holograms, Krakoa, Professor X, Cape Pride, and the. OP Deadpool, so he was playing X Men and just kind of swapped into what he needed. We had David, um, one of our buddies, our locals, who played Gorilla Grodd, Felix Faust, Black Adam, and Reverse Flash, so he was playing a Secret Society of Supervillains team. We had Amato, who played Emperor Gladiator, Doom, Anni- Doom Annihilating Conqueror, Mole Man, Double Flash, Valeria Von Doom, with the Power Gem, the Demonic Rim, Demonic Ring, and the Reign of Terror. We had Forrest, who played Magneto, the 40-point swap one, with triple Blackheart, and then he had some sideline there, and that was it. Uh, top four turned out to be Forrest with the triple Blackheart team, Amato with the Emperor Gladiator, Dagon with the Construct team, and Ken Small with the Monster team. And in the final game, excuse me, we had Ken versus Amato, and Amato ended up winning it. Amato made a great play to take out his um, to take out Ken's Sky Tyrant, which I did not see coming. Basically, Ken moved up his Doctor Strange, barriered him because he was trying to leapfrog um, TK, his Sky Tyrant, to get to everybody, uh, all the games. Uh, he moved up to Strange, barriered around him, but Amato had the Power Gem on Flash. He TK'd up his Flash, moved him to charged into the barrier to destroy one of the barrier and then charged around the barrier to get the sky tyrant and took out sky tyrant because he has a power jump it was a phenomenal play i did not see it coming so kudos on that play amato again and he actually played um, uh, emperor gladiator really well he just kept he kept taking dinks of damage and never removed his confidence token uh because he didn't need to because I guess that's one strategy I have to get better at with um, Gladiator is you just you shouldn't you don't have to take off the confidence token the first hit you know just get get dinked a couple times and then use it when you absolutely have to. But Amato is yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, he's got really good stats all the way through. Like he's never below a twelve attack unless you're obviously perplexed down or something. Because he's got either twelves or he's got elevens with CCE. So he's he's always got a twelve attack. So you're I mean. Again, it's just a stat monster. So yeah, you don't you don't really need to, I guess. Yes, and if you want to watch that match, I did throw it up on our YouTube and our Facebook page. Clicking it, she said, "Champion Amato versus Ken." So check it out. Um, anything else? That was it. I gave out a ton of prizes. Let's see, what did I all give away? Let me see if I can find that picture real quick. Uh, so I gave last place 
uh, I gave an entire gravity feed of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Fellowship, I gave a black and white lantern construct set. And then we had the Batham, Batham, wow, the Batman Gotham City strategy game. We had a Lockjaw, a Shadowcat, a Kree Supreme Intelligence. We had a booster of X-Men, Future Foundation, Wonder Woman, and Rise and Fall. We had a Do You Even Clicks poster alongside some uh, tokens, a Mimicry token and a False Hope token. And then we had a um, Clicksing It coffee mug. So everybody walked away with something. We had eight separate prizes. I wanted to make sure that everybody was getting something for showing up because it was $30. I don't like holding tournaments and having people not get something. And because we only had eight people show up, everybody got something. So I hope everyone that showed up had fun. Hope you enjoyed the day. It was a long day. We started at 12. We ended at around 7.30. We did play five rounds of Swiss, then cut the top four. So it was a long day. Um, I actually enjoy just running it and not playing it, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I could have done another long day of just playing. So it was just, with, it was fun just hanging out and watching clicks for a change. Same with me. It was nice to flex the muscles with like being a judge and going. You know, if they had a question, going in and be like, "Okay, how does this work again?" Um, from a different angle, but it was it was nice. I liked it. I would be happy to do it again. So, and really, the only snafu that we came across was we didn't realize that you can't. So I'm going to try and word this correctly. You can't score more than 300 points. Um, you can't go, you can't go over. Yes. You can't go over to trigger the mercy rule, but you won't score the points. It's a yes. max of 300, no matter what. Basically, the mercy rule kicks in if you get four. If you score 400 points, so like by people generating things like Forest Team, where he kept generating the 25 point um, guards. If you scored like enough enough of his normal characters, enough of his guards, you could theoretically just win by ki- scoring 400 points, but you would only get the 300 of that. Um, and the main thing from that, the reason was, was that it's not posted anywhere in the rules, in the book itself, either the comprehensive or anything like that. It's posted on a thread online, and so when I was looking for it, I immediately went to the comprehensive rule book, which it wasn't there, so... And really, it only came up because Forrest played three black cards and I think had like 14 Hellfire guards on the sideline. And I believe it was Nick scored like 345 points one game and then somebody else scored 315. So I had to backtrack and make everyone's who scored more than that 300, but it didn't change the standings much. But it's good to know for the future that you can score 300 or more than 300 points in a match. You just can't get 300 points or more than 300 points reported as your final score. Yeah. Um, I think that is it for the Clicksing at Cheesehead Championship. Hopefully next time we can do it, we'll have product for maybe Disney Plus. That's my goal because I'm thinking uh, War of the Realms will be February, March-ish, and then Disney Plus will be like May-ish, June-ish. We'll have to see. Um, next you want to host one in six months? Is what you're saying? Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Okay. All right. Was well, biannual? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Um, we got a couple previews to talk about. We got a lot dropped on us today, so we did get sure. the. Is this the op- or this is the um, summer? Uh, the these were the, these were supposed to come out last year during the Galactus event, but they are the Fantastic Four storyline OP, and they are fantastic. Yeah. So first one nope. we got. Oh, who's saying something? 
Pun intended. Oh, ha. Uh, first thing we're talking about is The Thing. He is Fantastic Four, Future and Monster. Uh, he has one power, reclaiming the power from the other Fantastic Four. When The Thing uses the Fantastic Four to heal, he clicks two... Um, or he the, heals two clicks instead of... Uh, you're throwing me off here, Dan. <laughs> he oh, heals sorry. two clicks instead, otherwise The Thing can't be healed. So he and is only four clicks long. And they're referring to the Fantastic Four team ability when he said it's a heal. So. Yes, sorry. No, that's um, fine. And then he has a attack power clobbering time in stereo poison super strength of another friendly character named The Thing hits this turn. The Thing can use Flurry, so um, you're going to want another Thing on your team if you play him. And then he does have a stop click. He is only 60 points, and he's got some stats. So he starts off with a 9 charge, 12 special attack, 18 impervious, 4 damage. And then he goes to a 9-11-17-4 with exploit, and then he's got the two stop clicks at the very end. So he's pretty good for 60 points. Uh, he just hits like a brick. And, yeah, he's pretty good for uh, 60 points. And he's cool on a swap team, so I, I do like that. But that doesn't even compare to what Invisible Woman does. So we have been asking for a long time for a highly offensive one or Invisible Woman because... She is capable of doing that stuff. So we finally got one. Oh, yeah. She definitely does that. <laughs> she comes in at 250, 140, or 65. She has Fantastic Four and Cosmic. She has improved hindering, blocking, and adjacency for characters. Uh, uh, she destroys the one blocking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she has a special movement power in... Y'all know I've had just about enough of you. Force Blast, Hypersonic Speed. When Invisible Woman knocks a character back and their knockback path is blocked, after resolutions, deal that character one penetrating damage. That's cool. Finally, knockback is actually doing damage again. She's got a defensive power. Being Captain Universe is fine, but I'm still Sue. Stop. Invisible Woman can't be healed. Barrier. Barrier as free, but only to generate two markers. And then her last one is a damage power. The uni powers bonding with you. Perplex. When this power is first revealed, choose another friendly character that shares a keyword. The chosen character modifies all combat values by plus one and has cosmic and improved targeting, hindering, destroys blocking, and adjacency, or can shoot out of adjacency. So what does her 250 tile look like? Well, it is a 14 movement with that special power, 13 precision strike, 19 invincible with a 5 damage probability control, and she has the Fantastic Four team ability and cosmic energy. And she has those same powers for 5 clicks. Yes. Awesome. So if you don't want to play her at 250, you could play her at 140, which is 12 movement with that special power, 11 precision strike, 18 invincible with a 4 damage prob. But hey, you don't want that. You want her at 65. Okay, well then you're going to get 10 charge, 11 super strength, 17 impervious, 3 damage exploit, and then her last two clicks are just sidestep TK, 19 stop, two damage with that one power and then it's eight nine eighteen two so she got some stats this girl so (laughs) thick (laughs) so the thing was was that so like i didn't really care for reed like reed's interesting but i wasn't super stoked about him i like thing just because 
I think he's cheap and does really well for what he is. Um, but I'm going to pr- probably play Sue all the time. I mean, her even her just at 65 yeah. is amazing. I mean, who doesn't want a 65-point character with a double stop that is Power Cosmic, Fantastic Four, and then if when she hits the stop, she makes one of your characters significantly better. Yeah, she is just... Phenomenal. And then she's a... And then she's a sidestep TK free barrier perplex piece on those two stops as well. And she, again, can heal off the stops because of the Fantastic Four TA. Yep. She is really good. I mean, she's nothing competitive. Maybe 65, you can make an argument because of the double stop click, so you will have to three-tap her. But uh, I think she's really... She's going to be a really fun uh, figure to play. Uh, I want to chime in in here real quick. Um... For this Invisible Woman, it's pretty cool because even at the 140-point mark, she is less than half your build. Mind you, it's 10 points. She is still less than half your build with those stats. Um, And especially at 65, like you said, the argument is there that she can be argued to be competitive with 65 points for the fact that, not even just that she has two stop clicks, um, it's that she can give another person plus one to all stats, power cosmic, improved targeting through hindering, um walls and can shoot at adjacency that alone makes that 65 points worth it like yeah and the fact that she can just go on a swap team because fantastic four even though even though x-men is pretty meta right now because of the swap and they have really good pieces she also probably won't die to something like um uh what's his name exodus mind control because usually he's the thing that gets through stop but she's got impervious top dial so yeah he may hit her for five damage but the most she's taken is three and so she's still gonna be there yep no i like her a lot uh we also got some legacy cards to talk about uh i'm just gonna pick the one that i want to talk about uh none of these are especially amazing but uh we did finally get confirmation on the thanos uh he's very interesting so i like the doom one's kind of interesting too but the thanos is more you know yeah so Thanos, uh, his his second trade I'll go through first because that one's easy. I am a god. Thanos has power cosmic or cosmic energy, and he can reduce penetrating damage. Uh, his second trait is quite the length. So here we go. At the beginning of your turn, that's the important thing. It's your turn. I thought it was the game, but it is each turn you're doing this. So at the beginning of your turn, roll a d6 and choose a number of infinity gems equal to half the result from the list below. So if you roll a six, you get three, five, three, four, two, three, two, two, one, one, one. Okay. So first one is power. Close combat expert or range combat expert. Pretty good. Especially since he's rocking a uh, 13 attack, three damage right away. Uh, Time. Probability control and super senses. So on top of invuln, which that's all he has, plus some toughness towards the end, plus the regen, you give him super senses. Reality barrier, smoke cloud. Thanos can use both as free, but it'll only generate one marker. Not bad. You're probably not picking that a lot. Maybe first turn, just to do a little bit of protecting. Soul, steel energy, but can do it with close and range attacks. Regen as free. That's kind of big. Regen for free is big, especially on this guy, because he has a deep, deep dial. Mind. Improved targeting everything. (laughs) Mind control as free. Probably taking that most of the time, because he's he's rocking a 10-range double target. 
So my guess is you are taking that pretty much every turn because that is pretty powerful. And lastly, space, phase teleport, phase as free, but only to move up to six squares. Thanos can use the chosen effects until your next turn. So you do have to uh, re-roll and pick. So he has lots of options. The only thing I don't like is he doesn't have any movement attack except for the space for the phasing for free. I wish one of them gave him, like, I wish the power gem maybe gave him running shot or charge. Um, He is 175 points. He's good, but... (laughs) His his stats are great, except his defense sucks. He goes all the way down to that 10 defense on clicks 11. But hopefully because you will be possibly choosing the soul gem, you can get some free regions in there and keep him up quite a bit. But he's interesting. I don't think he's anything amazing. He'll be a fun piece to play if you got him. I mean, he's not like a fool, but again, he still fits that like very glass cannony thing. Yes. Because- of like he's got his, his attack stats are fantastic for what two thirds of his dial. I mean he doesn't go below a twelve until click three, click eight I think, and then he's an eleven. So and he's got nine, ten, or sorry, sorry, yeah, eight, nine, ten, yeah. So he doesn't go to like subpar until then. So um, I mean, and then again you have free regen that you can have. And the only thing I see is because again he doesn't have moving attack besides that free. Uh, phasing, which is not bad. Six squares plus his ten range. It's sixteen square range, or like swing by himself, and it's phasing, so he can just even if you base him, he can just buy. I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, I think uh, if if I'm rolling a six or a five and I'm choosing three, I'm probably picking time, mind, and space. I'm using. I'm not really using him as a. Um, attack uh, like a damage attacker. I'm using him more for like mind control because he basically ignores everything. So maps are not really going to bother him. No, but he's also if he if he wants to heal. I mean, he has soul, which is steal energy from close or range, and the region is free. So I mean, he could yeah heal four clicks in a turn and not care. So yes. I mean, that's that's not bad. So like in that case, you're probably doing soul, time, and power because. Yeah. You're regening for free. You're double targeting. Prob. You're, yeah, you're, you're prob. You're double targeting. Uh, you're probably. I would love to get him on that fifteen four. So then you're doing a sixteen attack for five, five. damage. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen a sixteen attack yet. I don't even know if uh, Galactus has that. I don't think he has that. Um, I don't know. He he's still the highest. He's still the only single base figure that has a fifteen attack. Yeah, and the, high, the highest I've seen besides that is uh, what's his name? Ultron uh, had thirteen. Nightmare has 14. fourteen or fourteen. Yeah, I think Ultron had fourteen. Yeah, you're right. Ultron, um, either way, I'm, I'm going to chime in real quick on this because I love me some Thanos. But looking at this, like, I'm not saying it's bad, right? Like, he, we look at this uh, click number four, and he's got fifteen attack. Like, you can't argue that it's bad. Um, it's not top dial, so it's arguable that, you know, you don't play him. He is more than half your build, so that always hurts. He does have 10 range multi-target, so that's always a plus, right? Like, he moves at some point. If it's an open map, he can just base somewhere and he hits everything. Um, but the problem is, is that we always talk about blades, where you don't want to rely on the game on a rollout. 
Um, this kind of the same thing here, right? Like you roll a one, you're kind of screwed. Um, I mean, yeah, but, but the, like the, I like that, like it's flavorful and it fits too. So I kind of like. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. I, the biggest thing is I'd like his point value to be lower, but not too yeah. much because like you make him something like a hundred points, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, he does way too much for a hundred points with his dial length. Yeah. So, well, and the thing is, too, like he he doesn't have impervious, right? Like like it's invulnerable, and which which is good, right? Because we look at soul jam, we look at everything he can do. Like that's good. I'm just I, saying, well, like, but he can reduce penetrating. So yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he needs. Impervious. But it, but it's it's odd to see it's odd to see a character that that costs this much and he doesn't have impervious. Like we look at dark side, we look at stuff like mind you, dark side is 200 points, but we look at characters that can reduce penetrating that have this power that are bigger, bulky tanks that usually have a rollout of some sort. Well, yeah, but he's also older. Like, he's really old. And, I mean, you could give him the Remaker ring and just give him shape change. And then if you pick time, he gets senses. Yeah. So you have you didn't have a rollout, too, on top of it. Like, again, like, I'm not saying he's not playable. I'm just saying, like, these are some of the criticisms I have of the figure. Yeah. Um, but, again, if he had all that stuff, we'd probably be arguing that it's too too strong. But those are, those are those some of the things that, that jump out at me. But... Yeah, if you can roll a five or six and you can get three of these, I mean, it's really strong. <laughs> really strong. Yeah, I mean... I like them. I want one. Like, I'll say that I would, right now. Like, I, I, think, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is, like, um, he just needs... Like, if you like he was 25 points left, if he was half your build, I think he... Like, I, I mean, people still play him, but, you know... Yeah, if he was 150, I, I think he would be playable. If he just dipped a little lower, that'd be fine. Because I feel yeah. like he, again, he's still half of your build, and he does. I mean, does a lot. He he does a lot, but yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah you you have to you have to roll well with that d six for him to do a lot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is not a legacy card in Empire. He is going to be in War of the Realms. No, it's he's the OP. It's one of the OP. Ones. Oh, he's one of the OPs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of legacy cards coming with the Fantastic Four OP. I don't remember exactly how many, but there's a handful. Oh, that's the one with Lockjaw and Redshift and Doom and, and Thanos. There's and, a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of heralds. There's also a Fire Lord that hold on the Fire Lord Airwalker. That's right. Yeah, because hold on. Um, I think the old clobbering time doom is also which i need that one because i still have that doom i think that's the is that the one with the mosquitoes no that is the fantastic forces doom okay real quick did we did we get an op for empire uh yeah it was the wolverine with like 10 clicks oh yeah i never saw that all right he's pretty good he can heal potentially four clicks a turn which is pretty solid all right, we're going to get moving on into Empire just because I know we're going to talk a lot about Spider-Man towards the end. So uh, we are going to go through the commons and uncommons. We'll see if we can get to the rares. We might save the rares till next time. Uh, we'll see how fast we get through the commons first. Um, so first one off, we have Hulkling. He's 50 points, Avengers and Skrulls. Uh, he's got a trait protecting Billy. Friendly characters that share a keyword with Hulkling may use Mastermind, but only choose Hulkling if the friendly character is named Wiccan. He can be if the Force wears away. Uh, he's got Charge. He's got Blades. He's got Invuln. He's really... He's got Scroll Change. What's that? He's got Scroll Change, so he's pretty basic. Again, yeah. he's a comic, so... So nothing special. He He's okay. He, he might find his way into a Scroll team, but that's about it. Uh, next one is 002 Skrull Spy. He's 20 points. Stealth, nothing, nothing with shape change. He's a sidekick. 
active sideline for all characters with this trait. When a, an opposing character is KO'd, you may choose a scroll spy from your sideline and roll a d6. Five or six generate the chosen scroll spy from your sideline on click two in the square of the KO character last occupied. I like this guy, especially so, for sideline active. Yeah, he'll get seen just because of that sideline active trait, and he's a scroll. So, like a lot of the scrolls in the set also generate him. So, I could totally see that being a thing. Yeah, especially for sideline active for 20 points, you're getting sidestep, 10 attack with 1 damage CCE, so potentially it's a 11 for 2 oh, yeah. for 20 points. Yeah. Which is good. Yep. Uh, next one we got uh, is Kree Soldier. He's 20 points. He's got the shield TA. He's running shot 11 attack, 16 ESD, and he is a sidekick. Uh, and, I mean, he has a shield TA for 20 points. That's just good in and of itself. Yep. Um, if you do push him to clicks two through four, he also gets enhancement, but you can't push anymore now that I say that, um, which is good because I, for 20 points, if you can get shield and enhancement, that'd be nuts for 20 points. Uh, you just, you just, you just shoot a mystics guy and you are like, all right, boom, done. <laughs> or you pulse wave yourself somehow. If you can get some, uh, posing character in there as well. Uh, next one, I'll let Dan talk about this one because he likes this person. This is Captain Marvel. She when she is using the, uh, what is that called? Ronan's, uh, crap. I don't remember. He's using her hammer. Basically. When he uses Ronan's crap. Yeah, uh, he's, she's using, like, the, I don't remember what it's called. It's just, she's wielding Ronan's hammer. Um, so she has the Cosmic Energy and Avengers TA. She's either 130 or 70 points. Um, her, she's got one special power, which is the Universal Weapon, Energy Explosion, Penetrating Psychic Blast, and Quake, which I think is good. And uh, so she's got uh, 10 attack, or sorry, uh, 10 speed, 12 attack, 18 impervious, 4 damage outwit on a t- top dial for 130. Or she's got a 10 speed, 11 attack, 17 invuln, and 3 damage outwit. And she's got the special attack bar and clicks 1 through 3. Um, she, I like her on her 70 line. I think she'll see some play just because that attack power is really good. She's got 7 range, so it's above average, which is also good. Um, yeah, she's only 40 click or 4 clicks, but um, you could see her on, again, the swap with the Captain America. So. I mean, she's not amazing, but I don't think I would easily dismiss that 70-point line just because she's decently cheap and offers a lot. So, Yeah, I think she's good for a swap team, especially because it's Energy Explosion with Psychic Blast, so it's penetrating. And I feel like Energy Explosion is way underutilized in competitive right now. So, And, again, she's got Cosmic Energy, so she can take tokens off for herself. And, yeah, you may not see those back three clicks, but if you do, she's got Charge Quake Exploit, which is really good as Sky Tyrant. Everybody knows about Sky Tyrant. Yeah. So. And she ends on a 12-12-17-3, which yeah. <laughs> not many people end with a 12 attack like that. So I like her. Uh, we have our first, like, no powers figure, and that's Zaven, who is a scroll at 50 points. He's got eight running oh, shot. You mean, oh, you mean, like, no traits? Yeah, yeah like, nothing. <laughs> no traits, no special powers, no nothing. Uh, he's got an eight running shot with 11 attack, energy explosion, 17 toughness, only a four range double target, but then he ends with plasticity, blades, senses, and shape change. So. Nothing really spectacular about Zavin, Zavin, however you want to see it. Uh, we have a Spider-Man who... We ha- just, we just skip this guy? He's so bad. Like, he is. That, they, I, love, I love Spider-Man, and they miss the mark so much on this one. Uh, I always hate it when they give a Spider-Man traded senses, but then nothing on dial defensively, like... Give them at least toughness or reflexes or something. It just it looks weird to see 
uh, 10 running shot, 11 in cap, nothing on defense. It's just weird. Yeah, like I get they wanted to simplify the dials, but honestly, I thought that's what the starter sets were for was to help teach new players. You know, like I don't understand like when you're breaking into a new set that like so many characters should just have blank spots. Like I was okay with characters having powers on all their slots for the most part, unless they were like last click, you know, so they like didn't have a damage power or something. But I mean, yeah, it's it is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, he's 65 points. You're getting Spider-Man and Fantastic Four TA. Just in-cap isn't what it is. He does have double target, at least. He's got outwit, but he's yeah. he's got a 19 defend prob on his last click, which isn't nothing, but you're never seeing that. Yeah, you're, probably, yeah, you're definitely not. Next one we got is Wolverine. He is 75 points. He's a team player and Fantastic Four. That's the thing. How does how are Spider-Man and Wolverine right next to each other, and they're almost polar opposites? Yeah. Uh, you're looking at a your basic Wolverine. He's got 11 charge, 11 blades, 18 in bone with a 3 damage exploit. He does have a trait. Regen. But he does have double target with blades exploit, which is really good. This is true. Uh, he's got a trait. Regen. Regen is free, but only if Wolverine has two action tokens. So he's just your basic Wolverine. There's really nothing special about him. He's not meta, but I do like the regen is free for two tokens because you're regen for free at the end of your turn when you give him the token. And then the next turn, when he has two tokens, if you haven't taken it off via leadership. Yeah. Uh, I really do like to chime in in on this Wolverine real quick. Um, I really do like that he has the team player trait. Like, that's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. He's too costly for 75 points, but the fact that he is the team player is cool. Uh, We have a Human Torch is next, 70 points, Avengers and Fantastic Four. Basic Human Torch, he's got 10 running shot, 11 energy explosion, 18 ESD with a 3 damage. He's got Rally Dice, which is Rally rally 4, opposing attack rolls. When Human Torch hits, you may remove his Rally Die to deal penetrating, which it's pretty good, especially with the uh, energy explosion. Rally is what makes him good, and he's got 8 range, which again is very above average, so... Um, but yeah, it's the rest of his dial that suffers besides the rally. Like, the not having defense powers sucks. Yeah. He's got seven but, clicks, two of them which have ESD, and the rest are naked. Yeah. So you're so getting that, that at 70, and then the other one, sidestep energy explosion with 17 ESD. So, eh, he, I mean, it is only 35 points, so it's not horrible, but there are better 35 points out there. Yeah, I, but I, I, like, I, like, I like him for the rally. The rally's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump in here on this one because this is where I'll add it. Um, I really do like the Spider-Man and the Wolverine and actually just everything in the set. But Human Torch's mold, his his sculpt and everything, it's pretty freaking cool. Oh, um, they, I, did, I, they did a very good job one. on this whole set. Like, I, pretty I just good. got one. It's beautiful. I got it like, is gorgeous. That's wonderful to look at. Yeah, he's like posing. That he's got like these shoulder pad type of thing. Like it just it looks incredible. And I'll I'll talk more on this like throughout the set as we go. Um, there's one in particular that I think is awesome, but they crushed it this time. Like I feel like all the complaints I've ever had about the sculpts and the molds and everything, um, the rarity slots. I feel like they addressed. And I and I know they didn't hear us, but it feels good to see after all these complaints that they actually made a good set. So. Uh, next one we have is Storm, which I don't hate the Storm. 35 points with the X-Men TA, mm-hmm. 7 range, 10 stealth, 10 special attack power, which is energy explosion, 
plus knockback, 18 super senses with the 3 damage, and she has rally 5, which is opposing attack rolls. Free, remove storms, rally die. If you do this turn when a friendly character begins a move within her range, they can use improved movement elevation for that turn, or for that movement. Uh, great stats for 35 points. I like great the stats. stealth. I like the 7 range. I like the energy explosion. I like the knockback. And I, there's really not much that I don't like about her. Yeah. Not I 35 did. points. It's, you, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, I think that's what makes her okay. Like, she's 35 points. I just, I don't know. She's one of those that was like, why were you? You just got made twice. This is number three yeah. quickly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, excuse me. Next one we have is Jean Grey, 30 points. X-Men, she's got eight mind control, 10 attack, 17 senses, two damage. Uh, enhancement, rally five, opposing attack rolls. Free, remove Jean Grey's rally die. If you do this turn when Jean Grey hits, after resolutions deal each hit character one penetrating damage. It's weird that it's each because she only has one target. Uh, not horrible for 30 points, but I like the one from so, Rise and Fall better. Okay, I'm going yeah. to jump in because I, I have a question real quick. So with her rally die, it says remove. Uh, if you do this turn when Jean Grey hits, after resolution deal each hit character one penetrating damage. So... When she mind controls and hit, and hits somebody, the it doesn't resolve until the con- mind control is completed. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So does she deal penetrating damage to the person she mind controls and the person that the character she mind control hits? I don't know because I don't know if that counts as her hitting or not. It just says. Well, I mean, hit the char- character. Each uh, when hit character. hits after, you know, each hit character. So if she mind controls one person and that one person goes and hits somebody else. Does she deal one penetrating damage to the hit person and the mind control target? See, I don't know. It's after resolutions. If that wording is, I think it's just because I think it's just the mind control target because it's when she hits, not when anyone gets hit. Jean Grey hits after resolutions deal each hit character. Well, it says after resolution deal each hit character when Jean Grey hits. After deal each hit character one. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the mind control target. I think. Yeah. I feel like people can take advantage of this because if she were to be the last person you use on your turn, let's say you hit six characters with your team and now he or she hits, do all six people that got hit by your team then take a penetrating damage because she hits? Because yeah, so deal each hit character... Like, when does that affect? Is it after well, It does attack? say after resolution, so I feel like you have to be in the mind control to get the penetrating damage. Yeah, that's tricky. Uh, it, I'm just curious if it works like that. If it each, does, like, that would be great. Because it says each hit, or because it's each character, not the character, that's what's throwing me off. I guess, like, yeah. you could you could give her incandescence, yeah. and then... And so she could hit like a bunch of people, but Quake, you could give her like Harley's hammer or something like that if you really wanted to. I don't know. I'm just curious again. Like I, I won't go back into it, but if my statement stands, like I'm just curious because it's just the way it's worded. It's interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, next one we got. I like her thirty point enhancements. Good. 
Next one we have is Beast. He's 55 points. He's X-Men and Avengers. He's got a 9 charge, 11 attack with a special power. Uh, when Beast is carried, if no other friendly character has been placed this turn, after resolutions, he may make a close attack using his printed combat values. He also does have triple target with that, so that's pretty good. So he's targeting three people. He then has super senses and a three damage in power, and he also ignores elevation for movement. So he is somewhat of an alpha striker. He just runs up, hits somebody, or um, gets carried by somebody, and then he can just attack three people if he wants to which is cool he's like he's okay he's not great but he's not bad either no he's not 75 points you know what i mean like yeah yeah for 55 points it's it's a good ability um he has empower um he has what keywords that go with him he has the team ability and x-men um triple target really does it for him like and the mold is cool so i, I like this beast yep. yeah so he's, he's cool uh, we're on zero twelve. We have a rogue, sixty points. X Men and Avengers starts off with ten, uh, ten charge. Ele- t- wow, ten charge, ten quake, eighteen invuln. She's got a trait: steel energy. When rogue hits after resolutions, you may choose a printed combat value on one of the hit targets. If you do, until you choose again, replace the same combat value on rogue with the chosen combat value. So, interesting uh, trait. Yeah, but, you know. So she's not stealing powers, she's stealing combat values, so that's interesting. At least she has steel, like full dial steel energy, so that's good. I mean, yeah. she's always doing at least three damage, if not four, because her, I mean, her back end is pretty good, too. I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad, either, because she's always higher. She's ten or attacker higher, which is cool, so. Yep. Uh, next, we have uh, The Thing, 50 points, fantastic 14 mobility. 10 charge, 11 quake, 18 toughness with 3 damage empowered. He has a trait. Characters that start the game on your force that have guardians, team ability, gain fantastic 4 team ability. So that's pretty good for a guardians team. Yeah, and it would be cool once we get more people with, with the TA. Um, I do wish this TA was, or the, that trait was a little more flexible, like if they had the TA, but I mean, with how these characters work in this set, um, that have that similar trait. I mean, you could have guys end up with like four or five team abilities if that's the case sometimes. So, um, I guess that's why they did that. They made it a little more restrictive. Uh, next one we have She Hulk, 40 points. Uh, she's stacked. I love this She Hulk. Uh, 10 charge, 11 attack, 18 impervious, 3 damage, close combat expert. She has a trait. When She Hulk is targeted by mind control, modify her defense by minus 2. Uh, she's just great for 40 points. She never goes below a level attack. She starts off with a charge, impervious, and close combat expert, and it ends with two clicks of sidestep, invuln, and four damage exploit. So, so she's, she's 12. Yeah, she's yeah. 12 for four with an object. She's 12 for five for 40 points. Yeah, I mean, the mind control thing sucks, but if you, like, on a, again, on like an Avengers swap team, you could just go out because you're like, all right, there's mind control on the opposing team. We're we're going out. Um, and, and to chime, like I really think the the swap thing really helps her here, right? I think this is a character that you could definitely look at, especially if you have those um, objects. I think it's something to look at for forty points. She's nothing to forget about. Yep. Uh, next one we have Onam. How do you say this name? Onome. Onome. Uh, forty points. Fantastic four. 
you're getting a eight sidestep, nine attack, seventeen defense, four damage, captain and sidekick. She has a trait: friendly sidekicks use uh, using outwit, perplex, or prop control may use it a second time. That is very two, two damage, right? Just yeah, for her, two damage, right? even yeah. just for herself, that's really good because I'm pretty sure I'm thinking this could apply to probability like team team prob because that's still probs. I think she could use team prob twice in a turn. Yeah, I think she is an yeah, automatic. We can use it, yeah. She's an automatic on a side on a sidekick team for sure. Mm-hmm. Even themed or not themed, um, I mean, Fantastic Four has a ton of sidekicks. Uh, you just have to find a way to give them outwit, perplex, or prob. So, like, I, I mean, know at least Fury has that. Leech, yeah, Leech has okay, outwit. Franklin has perplex. I think there's a Valeria with prob. So I I like her. Uh, we have Black Bolt, which is the Skrull version. So 75 points, Skrulls TA, 8 running shot, 11 attack with a special power. Choose one to use this turn. Energy Explosion, 3 targets, or... Pen- wait, Energy Explosion with 3 targets or Penetrating Psychic Blast. And then 18 Toughness with 3 damage Shape Change. And then Hidden in Place in Sight as a trait when Black Bolt occupies clear terrain. Opposing characters that didn't begin their turn within six squares of Black Bolt can't draw lines of fire. So that's kind of cool. It's inter- it's like reverse stealth. It's very interesting. It's He's not bad. I mean, I'll probably put him on a scroll team uh, just for fun, but that's about it. Uh, that is the commons. So we got some good gems in the commons. I think we are just going to do uncommons because I want to talk about Spider-Man. Um, next one we have is Golden Oldie. Speaking of Spider-Man, you you skipped one. Oh, sorry, Invisible Woman. Um, fifty points. Fantastic Four Avengers. She's got eight stealth, ten quake, eighteen defend, three damage prob, uh, rally right. four, which is attack rolls, uh, opposing attack rolls. Uh, remove Invisible Woman's rally die. If you do until your next turn, Invisible Woman can't be targeted by opposing characters. So that's well, the bad. rally. The rally's really good, but I'd still rather play the LE one right now. Yeah. All right, that's it for the commons. Uh, Golden Oldie, so 45 points, Cosmic Energy. Starts off with 10 phasing, 8 attacks, 16 senses with probability control. She's got a trait, barrier for free, but only generate one marker. Uh, She is pretty much uh, an ignore figure until you hit her to her last click, which is a 10 running shot, 12 psychic blast, 18 defense with his stop and toughness, and then a damage power. Uh, heal all other characters within three squares one click. So that's all characters, not just friendly characters. Uh, yep. She's just gimmicky. I mean, you're never going to play her in an actual competitive scene because you're just going to ignore her. Not if you have, like, a mastermind piece. Like, Gladiator, you just like, hi, yeah. you're Cosmic. You're a mastermind, <clears throat> by yeah, the way. That's a good call. She doesn't say anything about can't be mastermind, too, so that is something. I mean, you hit her to that click. I mean, it's... She just, I mean, she's your, she, yeah, but she, she's a point hit though. That's the problem. Yeah, but I she's mean, be there's hit. plenty of pieces that have, well, at least like Gladiator for sure has Mastermind. That's there. Uh, what is it? Jason Wingard has Mastermind right now. And there's a few different pieces. There's, I, I feel like there's a decent amount of pieces that have Mastermind that can use it. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Raccoon, we did talk about him when he first came out, but we'll briefly go over him. He's 50 points. He's got the Guardians team ability. Eight running shot, eleven energy explosion, seventeen tough, um, seventeen senses, three damage leadership. He's got the follow up trait once per all 
Once per turn for all characters with the follow-up trait, make a attack using Rocket Raccoon's printed combat values, but only to target a single character hit with an attack made by another friendly character with the Guardians of the Galaxy keyword. He's cool. He's your leadership for Guardians if you want to run it, and the follow-up's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I wish he was tiny, but I get it. Um, next one is somebody I think is very disappointing. Oh, no, this isn't him yet. Sorry. Uh, we got Cyclops, 50 points, X-Men TA. I don't... Why do they start a Cyclops with sidestep? Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's just... Bothers he has, me. Uh, he at least has seven range with two yeah. targets. The thing, uh, the thing I don't like about this is he's better than the Venom version, and the Venom version just sucks. Yeah, that's what oh. I thought we were talking about. But we'll get there. But yeah, 8 sidestep, 11 attack, 17 ESD. He ignores hindering terrain for targeting. He does have a special power on damage, which is leadership. When Cyclops uses it, if he's on X-Men theme team, increase his leadership roll by 1. Uh, so it's a 4 through 6. Uh, he's just not very good. There are much better Cyclopses out there. Uh, Wiccan is next, 50 points. Team leader or team player and Mystic's TA. He's got 10 phasing, 11 second blast, 17. Uh, I'm assuming it says trait, but I'm assuming this is his defensive power. Yeah, it's it's his yeah, it's defense. Yeah, energy shield deflection adjacent from the characters modified defense by plus one if they can use a team ability that Wiccan can use, and then three damage probability control. He he needed some sort of like passenger two or passenger three to go along with him to make him viable. Yeah, because I mean his defense power is okay. The cool thing is, at least with team player, you have a good chance of him having the team ability in order for friendlies to get the bump. But yeah, yeah. Next one we have is Brawn, seventy-five points, team player, ten charge, eleven attack with a power that says when Brawn hits until your next turn, each hit character gains a mobile and modifies defense minus one. That's not bad. 18 toughness, 3 damage with a power, close combat expert, and outwit. It's not bad for 75 points, especially if you can make people immobile. Yeah, and he can hit 2 people at once, so you're probably making yeah. at least 2 people immobile, yeah. He's got double target, so yeah, he's not horrible. I don't mind him at all. No, he's a bit expensive, but, you know. Uh, next, right. we got Raxor, which is a scroll at 70 points. He's got the scroll TA, he's got 8 movement with a special power charge and flurry that's always a good thing he's got blades he's got naked defense which i always hate he's got a two damage with leadership he's got he is a captain and he's got a trait when a friendly character i'm sorry when a friendly sidekick rolls shape change after resolutions you may move them or move that sidekick up to two squares so make or miss your shape change you can move a sidekick four squares if you are able to roll your shape change um, yeah, so I think I think the you probably play him at forty five because you're not losing too much. You're losing a defense and an attack, I think. Oh, and I guess a speed, but it doesn't change your actual charge distance. So no, I just I hate the fact that he has no defenses for his four clicks. That's yeah. I guess they're like, well, he has scroll change, but yeah, I guess. Uh, all right, Dazzler. She's something to talk about. So thirty five points, X Men and Shield TA. Uh, 8 running shot, 11 with a special power that says when Dazzler hits with a ranged attack, choose 1 to last until your next turn. A hit target can't use improved targeting, or a hit target modifies range minus 3. She's then ESD 
and enhancement. She does have improved target hindering, but it's her trait that makes her great. During Force Construction, choose up to two friendly characters that share a keyword with Dazzler, which are Celebrity, Excalibur, Exiles, Mojoverse, Shield, X-Factor, and X-Men. And choose either Shield team ability or X-Men team ability. The chosen characters can use the chosen team ability this turn. So what I think automatically... I'm sorry, this this game. This game. What I think automatically is you cable hologram... Choose the two holograms, and now you have shield for zero points. Well, t- 25 points technically on both your holograms. It's not bad, yeah. Um, it's not bad, but like when I, I look, I love this this figure because A, I played with her, she's great, but B, you can get figures like because she's 35 points, right? You can get this like Jean Grey, right? I was playing her, we were playing a sealed game, and you that Jean Grey that's 30 points, give her the shield team ability. And now she can sidestep and do all that stuff, and power action gives someone plus one damage. Like, it, it gives your little point characters the shield team ability, which is great on its own. Um, and she comes with enhancement, so therefore, uh, if Dazzler herself comes with enhancement, so she can enhancement plus the shield team ability, so right there, you're covering plus two damage. Um, pretty impressive. Pretty and great. It, she doesn't have sidestep top dial, but still. And it's during force construction, so she doesn't even start yes. on your team. You can swap her in Correct. and then choose that. Oh, yep. Or nope, you'd have to, you'd have to. She has to be on the map for that. You couldn't yeah. do it she and then swap her out. Yeah. If you lose, yeah, it's if you if you win and you get to go first, she she's fantastic. She's still good. Otherwise, if, I'm pretty sure because again, she's 35 points and she still does a lot for 30 points, but she's not as good. Yeah. If you don't get the chance to use her trait. And she's got a six uh, double target, so like if she hits, she's able to give her blinding flash to two people. So yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, we have an Iron Man at seventy five points with the Avengers TA, uh, ten running shot, eleven energy explosion with a full dial of a defensive just... power, which is energy shield and toughness. <laughs> He's really boring, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind He's, of it's kind of depressing because this this mold shares the one with the from the guard. Like, it's not it's like it's not the same mold, but like the armor is the same, and it's the, the when he it was like his interspace travel armor and that one from Guardians the the set was it called Galactic Guardians I think yeah was really cool. But like had big move hypersonic with with an attack and stuff and he's just very lackluster. Yeah, he's just, he's got a lower point level, but it's not even worth talking about. Um, we got Loki. We've talked about him before. He's sixty points with the with the Mystic team ability. He's got an eight stealth, eleven blade, seventeen toughness, three damage, uh, um, probability control. He's got Rally two, which is all attack rolls. Free. Remove a Rally dice to place Loki at any square within two squares. If you did generate a Loki on click nine in the square he last occupied, if Loki started the game on click nine, he can't use Rally dice and has zero point value for all effects. Protected pulse wave. And what you're getting for that uh, illusion Loki is a ni- is an eight movement, nine blades, sixteen toughness with a prob. So you're kicking out probs, which is always nice. So awesome. he's not bad. And there's zero. No, but, uh, so even if you yeah, if they die, they don't. They're not scoring any extra points, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, so they can either be a tie up piece or just a prob piece. But most importantly, they all have the word low key on the shirt and makes yeah. this figure one of the best figures of the whole set. 
and he's standing because, on top of higher fire because, 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 of the, because of the pun. Funny. Hey, of course. Of course. Uh, <laughs> next one we have is Aunt May, which is 50 points with the shield team ability. She has a 10 movement with a special power, which is charge and stealth. Agent. Uh, 11 in cap, which in cap just isn't that good anymore. 18 combat reflexes with a 3 damage leadership. So up close, she's a 20. That's not bad. She does ignore hindering terrain, and she does have a trait. Shield Recruiter. Power. Choose a character with the shield keyword in your KO area that hasn't been chosen or generated by a recruiter effect. If you do, generate a character with the shield keyword from your sideline that is a lower point value than the chosen character. This game, the generated character can't be replaced, and your opponent scores them immediately instead of when they KO. So you're bringing sideline shield people for lower points than her, so they have to be 49 points or lower. So there's not that much out there with shield, but there is some stuff. Uh, She's cool, but... That's about it. The in cap. I don't like the in cap. May not Aunt May. What's that? I said it was Agent May, not Aunt. May. Oh, did I say Aunt May? <laughs> Sorry, Agent May. Yeah, you got Spider Man on your mind. Yep. Uh, next one, we have a Wasp, which is sixty points, Shield and Avengers. She's got ten running shot, twelve psychic blast, but naked eighteen. She has a two damage leadership. She is tiny. She's a captain. She ignores characters for movement. And she has free. Choose a friendly sidekick. That sidekick can use a shield team ability uh, this turn. Again, I don't like the fact that she's got four clicks of naked defenses, but that 12 psychic blast for two damage is nothing to shy about. And she I mean, can always get bumped up by sidekicks by giving them the shield team ability. Well, like her and Onome have a good, like, because Onome's 40 points and you can play her at 40. And so 80 points, you have a Nome who has now double outwit, shield, and double prob, at least on your themes. So, mm-hmm. uh, Next one, we have a Quicksilver at 60 points, Brotherhood and Avengers. 14 charge, 11 attack with a power that says when Quicksilver uses charge and moves in a direct path, he has knocked back this action. Not bad. 18 senses with a 3 damage. He ignores characters for movement. He does have a trait, sidestep. When Quicksilver uses charge and hits after resolutions, roll a d6. 4 through 6. Choose 1. Action totals plus 1 until the end of your turn, or you may place him in a square he occupied uh, when given the action. So he does have a 8 square so charge. 9, because you have 2 plus the 7, so that's 9. 2 plus the 7, yeah. So he's not bad. He's, he'll be annoying with that 18 senses and uh, the knockback. And but. If, it's, if you play him at 35, he's got an 8, which is still pretty good for 35 points. Yeah. Uh, we have Daredevil for 75 points with the Spider-Man team ability. He's got 8 running shot, 11. A lot of in-cap to start off with on this set. Uh, 18 defense with senses, 3 damage outwit. He ignores elevation and characters for movement. He ignores hindering for targeting. Uh, and he just has straight stealth. But you're probably not playing him at 75 points. You are playing him at 25 points and getting a lovely stealth probability Wait. control for 25 points. Oh, and you're getting flurry on top of it, which is not bad. Yeah, I like him much more. And you're getting points. wild. Yes, you're getting wild card as well. No, I like him much more twenty five than seventy five <laughs> points. Now we come to the figure that 
is just complete garbage, which is Venom Cyclops, who had so much potential. But he has a nine, 70 points, X-Men team ability, 9 running shot, 11 attack with a special power, which is just knockback, which I don't know why they couldn't just make that a trait. But uh, he has 17 ESD with 3 damage, uh, nothing. He can shoot out of adjacency. He does have the symbiotic fusion, which is plasticity, senses. If Venom Cyclops is within 4 squares in line of fire of an opposing character, he can't be targeted by range attack. So he's just... Unfortunately, garbage for seventy points or for thirty-five. The only good thing is Strange can call him in at thirty-five. So there's that. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was again, I was really excited for all the Venom figures. He is the one that disappointed, and that made me sick. Well, I guess it's not bad considering how many there were in this set, but yeah, like hours. Uh, Dan, I'll let you take the next one because you like Ghost Riders. I do. This is Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. He is sixty. Or, sorry, 80 or 40 points? So, yeah, he is 7 clicks long. Oh, I think we're losing you, Dan. Avengers or Misfits? There he is. Wow, he's back. Okay, that's weird. Uh, so he uh, has the Avengers team ability and the Mystics team ability. 80 points, he has improved movement characters, he has a trait... Which is Spirit of Vengeance. Ghost Rider deals penetrating damage to characters within two, with two action tokens. Um, he's pretty basic; just charges, hold dial. He either has Invuln on us on each of his starting clicks or toughness. And then he has full dial com- or close combat expert. So like, he's consistent, but um, I don't know why they had to make him such low damage. I guess it's just because of his trait and the fact that he has close combat expert in his hold dial. But I like him because he's Robbie, but he's not really that great. He's just. He's pretty lackluster, obviously. Yeah, the full dial CCE is really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, next one we have is Bell Dan. A 40-point shield, 8 running shot, uh, 10 psychic blast, 17 toughness, 2 damage leadership. He's a captain. Unique modifier is a trait. Choose a friendly sidekick. The chosen sidekick modifies attack and damage this turn by, by plus 1. That's really good, though. What? Yeah, I think that's good for Kree, because I honestly, I think Kree could make a play, depending if we get some more, just because, um, Captain Marvel Kree? She is. She's not a sidekick, but, I mean, for a Kree team, um, with, like, the, some of the superheroes and stuff, because they generate the Kree soldiers, Yeah, be really good. because then they're doing a, they're doing 12 for 3, I believe, with this guy, or 12 yeah. for 4 with the shield team ability, who knows. Yep. Uh, the last uncommon we have a Jubilee, which is nothing compared to my girl Jubilee from House of X, but we'll talk about her anyways. Uh, 75 points, X-Men team ability, 8 running shot, 11 attack with a power in cap. Again, that in opening dial in cap. Uh, when she uses it to give action tokens after resolutions, hit characters can't use team abilities until their next turn. That can be yeah. good because that turns off power cosmic and cosmic energy. Yeah, exactly. Or what is it? Uh, what's another? I'm trying to think of another big team. I feel like there's something else that I'm missing. It's a big team. Mystics. Yeah, Mystics is good too. Um, yeah, I mean it's interesting. I, I mean it works. Her rally's good too because it's free. Remove Jubilee's rally die. If you do, she can use Prob until your next turn. Yeah. So that's good too. But I mean, she's just she's not gonna. They're not gonna make all Jubilees the same as that one from the other set. So. Yeah. Then she has Defend and three damage leadership. She does have triple target, so she does potentially can turn off three team abilities. Um, but, yeah, that is going to be 
it, I think, for the set review for this one. We'll probably do another. We'll do rares and super rares next week, and then we might get to chases because we will have not have to talk about Spider-Man. But I want to talk about Spider-Man because we've already been going for over an hour here. Why can't we just do a different episode? No. Different episode. Why no. Do different episode? No. Wow. Why not? Why do you have to? I just, I just, I guess I don't always understand like, why it has to be so immediate. Good Lord. Like, no patience with you. No patience. Exactly. My, pod- exactly. my podcast. When you get your podcast, you can do whatever the heck you want with it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll talk for two hours about this freaking movie. Don't worry. <laughs> but before we get into uh, Kane's media corner, let's get into our clicks and get crew question of the week. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. Uh, so the question this week was basically pretty simple. It was, what figure from 2021 did you, or what, figure from 2021 was your favorite. So we had a couple people comment on our questions. So let's go through these real quick. Uh, Ryan Redman said Emperor Gladiator. Maddie G, of course, said The Flash. Tyler Green said Doom. Uh, so we'll just assume all of them because he loves, I don't think he can pick and choose between his Dooms. Uh, Quinn Cook said my favorite piece was Moira X purely for the fun. So that's the one that only took one damage at a time and then got the powers from her previous clicks. Peter Marshfield said Emperor Gladiator for um, that, but his favorite piece that is that he owned is Felix Faust because he was never able to pull a Gladiator. Miles Kane said Chip, the utility he brings to animal theme team or non-theme team is amazing for 35 points. And then Amato said, uh, who actually won our tournament, was said Apocalypse Prime. Uh, Kane, what's your favorite figure from 2021 so far? Probably that Juggernaut, that Super Juggernaut from House of X. Probably, okay. probably yep. that. Only, be, only because I haven't been able to physically see or um, hold the Thanos cap from the set. <laughs> so, or, or the Super cap. So that's my only reason. Nice. Uh, Dan, what's your favorite from this year? Oh, that's a good one. So there's like a lot of figures that I like from comics that were made this year. It's uh, probably toss up between the LE Surfer and uh, Chase Thor, honestly. Okay. Uh, mine would probably either be Gladiator, but it's probably leaning more towards Commissioner. Uh, I fell in love with Commissioner the first time I saw him, so I think I have to go Commissioner just for what he does for 25 points. Even though Gladiator's my boy, uh, Commissioner is just too good. <laughs> Um, all right, so that was a pretty quick question of the week. Now let's get into Kane's. Wait, 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 Uh-oh. wait. What's up? I think this was called the outlet. I think we agreed. Oh, sorry, that's right. It's called the we outlet. called it the outlet. I apologize. So yeah, let's get into okay. the outlet. All right, so this is your time to leave the podcast. If you have not seen Spider-Man No Way From Home, we will be talking about yeah, spoilers. No. So, Real quick. Yes, Kane. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you because those of you who haven't left yet, go see it. It is incredible. I can't stress enough. You have to go see it. 
And if you have seen all the other Marvel movies, like this, just go watch it. That's it. Yes. Carry on. Uh, but yeah, this is your time to leave. We thank you for sticking around for our first set or our first part of the set review of Empire. We will continue that next week. And if we can't get all the figures done next week, we will do them the following week. But this is your chance to not be spoiled by Spider-Man. But I feel like if you listen to this podcast or play Hero Clicks, good chances that you have seen Spider-Man just because there are internet assholes out there that like to ruin it for other people, uh, whether it be on TikTok or Facebook or stuff like that. Because that's why I went on Thursday was because I didn't want anything to be ruined even though I kind of knew what happened. Um, but thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. So, Spider-Man No Way From Home. I saw it on Thursday. Kane, you saw it on Thursday as well? Twice on Thursday. Twice. And then Dan saw it yesterday. So, um, phenomenal movie. All right, real quick. How are we going to start? How are we going to do this? Are we going to talk about how we feel about it and then get into the plot? Or are we going to talk about the plot? Are we just going to jump all over the place? We're going to jump all over the place. But first off, there were were massive plot holes. Where would you, Kane, where would you rank this in the MC movie um, library? So what ranking would you give this out of all the movies? Um, First place, second uh, place, third place. Where'd you go? It is a very difficult question. Um, and I'm not going to give you a 100% answer only because I don't know where it goes ahead or behind Endgame. Um, but it is definitely there. Um, it is definitely in my top five. I think it's art questionable to be in the top three, if not the number one slot. Um, this movie is incredible. It, it, it does have its issues, does have its plot holes, but it, it does it, incredible acting. There's not one person in this movie that just bad acting. Um, I think it touch it. It redeems every character that's in it. It it gives them this redeemable moment. Um, it brings it hits you with characters you didn't expect it to hit you with. One in particular, um, and then we get awesome, awesome payoffs with everyone involved. So I think it's very hard. I have to watch Endgame again and then watch this to decide where it is. Um, but I, I think it is Endgame level. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you. I'll I'll be straight with you. It doesn't beat Endgame. Hundred percent. It does not be really. Game. Yes. I don't know, man. And I, I will. Know. I will give my reasoning in a minute here after I hear from Dan. But Dan, where would you rank this in the MCU? Dan Bueller, you there? Yeah, there you are. Oh, there he is. Where would you <laughs> rank this in the MCU library? What place would you rank this? It's not better than Endgame. Endgame had ten yeah, years. Endgame had not- ten years of buildup. You can't like compare. That's like. Apples and oranges, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it does not you be know a game. funny you say that because as soon as Adam says it doesn't, I'll, I automatically, my mind went to Cap grabbing the hammer, and I was like, yeah, it doesn't beat that at all. It's, it's not <laughs> it's even... definitely number two. It wasn't even that for Endgame. It hit, Endgame for hit me, me a little bit different because I'm a dad, and the whole Love You 3000, yeah, that's true. it hits me yeah. every... I mean, me just saying that just gave me goosebumps. So, yeah, And there's not true. a lot of movies that do that. If it even if it wasn't just for that one line, there's so much, like Dan said, there was 10 years of buildup for that movie. Yeah. Well, that, um, and like, and my- the, funny, the funny thing is, is like this, this was very clearly a Sony movie, but this, because this was them tying, this was them tying up slash paying tribute to all their loose ends. So that's basically what I put this movie in is like Sony basically being like, 
Yeah, we still like Spider-Man, but, you know, we might have not did the best job we could have done. So, you know, we're going to try to wrap that all in this nice little bow and see if you like it. Yeah, so... And before you before you take off with it, Dan, like, my thing is, too, like, the argument for it is that which one do I enjoy watching more? And that's usually part of my factor on this. Um, Endgame just being, again, this huge amount of time in one movie um, makes it very hard to rewatch. Um, but I do love going in and watching, like, bits and pieces of it because um, it's an incredible film. But I do have to agree, just to finish my thing, is that this is probably, like, number two in all the movies. Um, I do love Civil War, I do love Winter Soldier, but this is pretty up there. It doesn't be Endgame based off this conversation, but yeah. it's up there. As as dumb of a plot as Endgame had with time travel, which I'm so sick of, at least they made fun of it. Like, they made yeah. fun yeah. of the time travel. <laughs> so that's what was yeah. a redeeming quality for me, is I'm so sick of, oh, things went bad, let's just time travel. But they make fun yeah. of it, and that's what kind of redeemed it for me. Um, Dan, did you ever give a ranking for, uh, this? Uh, it's like, it's probably, it's like number two or number three for me. Endgame is still number one in uh, the Marvel movies because it's, and I think number two for me is still Black Panther, honestly. Like, Black, I still think. I still think Black Panther's better. See, I just did not think Black Panther was that good of a movie. It was a one-time. Movie I watch for me. it like no, I watch it like six or seven yeah, times. Was, I'm with you, Dan. Like it's it's up there. It just it just didn't do it for me. It just I watched it because I had to because it was part of the MCU. Part of it is I just don't find Black Panther an interesting character. Yeah. Oh, it hit so many different notes for me besides it just being Black Panther. So that's why I really enjoyed it. So it was just. It's got a lot more to it that I think that's the other reason. It's just there's, I don't know, it's it's a multi-encompassing movie for me versus just uh, like being a good MCU movie. Yeah. Um, but I would rank this number two as well. For the longest time for me, it was Endgame and then Winter Soldier. And then I have to yep. think about the rest. But Civil um, War. Winter uh, Civil War was, it was good, but I, I don't think it's in my top five. Yeah, um, Civil War was yeah. It's like it, it's like uh, Endgame, Panther, and then like it's a split between Spider Man and uh, what do you call it? Civil War or not Civil War? Um, Winter Soldier because it was just Winter that was Soldier. such yeah. a good. It was such a good movie. Like they did yeah. so well with that. Yeah, they um, crushed it. It's so good. The reason why I ranked this one higher than Winter Soldier is because this one again got got emotions out of me and winter soldier yeah. didn't do that winter soldier was just very well it, the plot was great the action was great there wasn't much there wasn't a lot of emotion in winter soldier it was just a good overall movie um this, it, man, this, it, the, this one was a redemption film it was nostalgic there were th- callbacks shocker that andrew garfield and toby mcguire do come back in this movie uh, I think we all knew it going into the theater because, like I said, there are internet assholes out there that like to dissect trailers. There was even one trailer out there, I believe it was a European trailer, where there's the scene where it's Sandman, Electro, and Lizard flying towards our lone Spider-Man, and then Lizard just gets like whacked in the face by something. It's like, come on, you couldn't have hidden it better than that. Like You had to put that in the trailer. Uh, I think we all knew it was coming. Uh, every reaction video that I've seen from it, everyone goes nuts. But I know deep down they knew it was happening regardless. Uh, I mean, you how can't. How it happened? Yeah, you can How it happened was cool, but you can't. You can't be surprised when you see 
Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro, all the past villains from the past movies in it and not expect Garfield and um, Tobey Maguire to not be in it. So Yeah, the trailer kind of didn't know justice when it revealed those. And no. I, I really wish, like, I hate trailers for this reason. Like, well, it's just, it took it away. And they could have done a better job at hiding this because what I think they should have done was just... They kept. They should have kept the whole multiverse thing a secret. They should have introduced mm-hmm. a new villain, like a, a secret six villain. Um, like I know they're. Ta- I think who, um, Quicksilver. He's the new Craven. Whoever that actor is, I can't think of his name. But they should. Oh, interesting. They should have introduced a new Sinister Six that went with the other ones, and just made that the trailer, and then during the movie, reveal like, hey, like. Do you know how the theater would have reacted the first time they saw Doc Ock on the screen and not in a trailer? It would have. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. You would have. I, I can't even explain what, a ha- what would happen. And then, I mean, especially, yeah. especially and then five because, minutes actually, later, William Defoe comes back. <laughs> like, the place would go nuts. Well, especially because of the fact that, um, like, I, feel, I think, like, for me, Alfred Molina is, like, very, I, I don't, I couldn't imagine someone else playing that now yeah, because he does such a good job. So it's like, yeah, that's that's pretty much like it's gonna be hard to recast Doc Ock if ever. But, yeah, but speaking, but speaking of like tra- uh, theater reactions, man, I genuinely out loud went, "Oh shit!" when they showed Matt Murdock Daredevil yes. from the from the Netflix show. Oh my gosh, man, like. That was that my was biggest surprise. Jaw picking up my jaw, yeah, picking my jaw up the floor. The fact that he catches the brick, like he's faster, more reflexes than Spider Man in that moment. Like, man, it's just incredible. It's moment. just great because we now can confirm. He, I mean, they don't say he's Daredevil, but mm-hmm. we all knew he's Daredevil. But we have yeah. confirmed that he is in the MCU now. Which yes. is amazing. Yes, Which that also means potentially that the same people that played Luke Cage, the Punisher, I hope not. Dan or, Rand, or, excuse me, Iron Fist. Iron yeah, Fist. I hope not Iron Fist. I didn't Don't mind him it. as it. I just didn't like Don't the character. Him. He was just too of a whiny person. But um, no, yeah, I, I he, he also announced himself like every five minutes, and yeah. I was just like, "That's yeah, overkill." But yeah, we. Well, and then I watched this like Defender clip, and he's like, "Don't make me use this." And he has his fist, and it's like horrible CG. It's just not. Good. I hate that guy. I hate it. I don't um, want to see. But really, give me, give me the guy that played Punisher, though. I'll take him all day. Now, real quickly, we will go into Hawkeye super quick to talk about. We're not going to talk. Ooh, about I haven't watched the last couple episodes. You haven't? I okay, the then I will episodes. not say nope. anything. Never mind. I'm glad I mentioned something. After the black, uh, well, never mind. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't watch last Wednesday, correct? There was there was too much to watch this week. Like okay. Witcher also yeah. out. I know I didn't get a chance yeah. to watch Witcher. Anyways, um, but yeah. yes, we do have confirmed that Matt Murdock, the guy that played Daredevil in the Netflix series, is in the MCU, which everybody wanted. I think I if think, we got a yeah. different Matt Murdock, there would have been a, a lot of upset people. Um, yeah. There, there was a meme I saw today where it was like. Someone who's watched all the MC movies but none of the TV shows, and like she's sitting there, and then Matt Murdock is on screen, and everyone's clapping around her, and she's just like, "Yay! What's going on?" <laughs> yes. I'm like, "Yes, you're not a true fan unless that you've was, watched all of the all of it." That was my girlfriend. She was like, babe, and I freaked out in front of her. She's like, "I don't understand." Who is that? <laughs> it was so funny. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, uh, uh, there's just so um, many bro- moments from this movie that are just great. There's so many. I, I want to jump in real quick before we like kind of jump through everything. William Defoe. That's, this that's movie where I was me. going next. I was like, yeah. I think peep, the the movie is overshadowing how good William Defoe is as Green Goblin. Agreed. Agreed. Like, he. Well, I think he's only better because of everybody else too. Like not well, only, think, but he does, like what? like. Uh, I think the best the, the best way to put this is he never lost the beat, and it's been how many years since he played Goblin? Yeah. Yeah, and and he did all of his own stunts. He only agreed to this spot if he did his own stunts, and I think that elevates everything. Like when he's getting punched, and he like smiles, yeah. bigger and bigger every time. Like that, I don't think if it was like shot any other way, or if it wasn't like him right there getting that stunt, I don't think we would have got that payoff. And like, don't get me wrong, like I love Jamie Fox. I'm gonna go on this tangent real quick. I love Jamie Fox. I love Alfred Molina. I love everything. Everyone in here. But man, they are only just they just get overshadowed by Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. I, he crushes it. He, it is incredible. He could have played a phenomenal Joker, I think. If they would have gave him that role. Mm, I don't know maybe. maybe the Mike I don't know which Batman he would have been with, but I I see hints of Joker in him and I think he could have knocked it out of the park. Probably not like a Christian Bale one, because they wanted a younger Joker, but I don't know where else he would have fit. Like, I don't think like a George Clooney Joker. No, a Val Kilmer Joker. No, uh, I don't think he was that big when Michael Keaton was around being Batman. But I, I see hints of Joker in him. Um, a couple things I found out about behind the scenes of this movie was that the guy that played Sandman, because I was wondering the entire movie, why is he digital the entire movie? Um, apparently oh, there yeah, was scheduling yeah. conflicts and he couldn't make it. So yep. even when you mm-hmm. see his human form, that's not him. That's ripped nope. right, right from Spider-Man three. He did yeah, him, him and uh, the guy that played lizard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they both did do the voice acting for it, but anytime mm-hmm. you saw an actual human representation of them, it was ripped from that Spider-Man movie. So I found that very interesting, right. but everybody else made it back. Um, really, uh, Jamie Fox and Electro. Jamie Fox crushes it. Like I loved it. I loved his like chance to redeem and be better. Yeah, yeah really that's good. the that's the problem I had with him was the plot hole of like everyone yep. knew who Spider. They, they didn't know who Spider. No, they had, he did they not had, know. They addressed that. It's it was something about how he felt the power that he was drawn to, and that drew him into the universe. Because I knew uh, that. Yeah. Too. He, they did say that. That's true. Because he even mentions that one, in the like, movie. Like, yep. Yeah, he says, I don't know well, how I got here. I just followed the power. So That's true. I was I wondering about that, that too. But I'm right th- yeah, I'm right there with Dan. I'm right there with Dan. Yeah. I guess that's that's fair. I was just like, really? He doesn't know. He, he didn't yeah. know at the time. So it's like, what? That's inconsistent. Yeah. Okay. I just, he, did, he did make a throwaway line. I just don't, yeah. I just don't remember it. Uh, I, w- right. I wish they would have added some of the other characters besides the villains because it was it was everyone that knew Peter nah. Parker. Not well, no, like if they would have brought in Mary Jane or uh, Gwen from Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, but Gwen's dead. Or not so. Gwen. Uh, well, I would have loved to one? see like Spider Gwen. I would have loved to see an, a multi a different universe Spider Gwen to get Emma Stone back and then like have that interaction between Andrew Garfield and then the Spider Gwen and be like. I don't know who you are, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> like just, you know what I mean? Like it was just like that. This movie, this movie doesn't need any of that. Like it doesn't. But it would have been cool. Yeah. It just doesn't need any. It of was that. just all villains, and I was expecting maybe a different cameo from uh, somebody else to come in there. But um, 
Yeah, we're gonna we're jumping all over the place. We're not gonna tr- plot, talk about the plot hole or um, the plot of it and stuff like that, but we will talk about like some of the bigger things. So um, let's talk. All, really I'm was, all I'm saying is, Spider Man would have asked for a different thing. There would have been no movie. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, let, let's not go through the plot, but let's walk in order. Like I would love to walk in order. Um, again, top like uh, what? God, who plays J. Jonah Jameson? Gosh, I just blanked out uh, his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, he crushes it. He He's awesome. When he, like, they get the, the beginning of the movie, they kind of, like, do this recap. And, like, when I heard his voice, I'm like, dude, we're going to see him again. And he crushes it this whole I movie. I mean, that's, that, he, again, he's one of those people that now I'm like, that's who I associate with Jonah. Like, I yeah. don't really, I like, yeah, that's that's the guy that plays Jonah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I loved him and uh, I loved Peter Parker and... Um, MJ, I love them the whole time. Um, Ned being the third wheel, incredible. <laughs> Ned, Ned was pretty great in this movie. Um, then we got the Matt Murdock thing. Um, trying to think what else happened after that. But yeah, jump in, guys. Like just throughout the whole thing. Like if you want to jump all over, jump all over. I mean, but, my biggest what? thing was like Eddie Brock. I'm like, cool. It was like the last like. But see, five minutes or whatever. But I was like, "Don't care, it's cool." Here's the plot hole with that. He, we, he did what? not. He did not know Peter Parker was Spider Man. So that's a plot hole. So why did he get sucked uh, into that dimension? They, already, they had already done it in Venom too. So I'm like, well, you know. yeah. So I don't know if they had to, but like he didn't know that no. he was Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah. Uh, the problem I had with that scene was that at the very end, uh, you know. Eddie Brock is there drinking at the bar and then gets zapped back when um, Strange does the spell that a little yeah. bit of symbiote is left behind. My whole thing is, wouldn't like the whole thing go with Eddie Brock and not just no. a little part of it? Like That part didn't no. make sense to me. Mm-hmm. No, because they do that. There's plenty of times where that's happened in comics where you have like a portion that's cut off from the rest of the whole. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. It's all one sentient being, so I figured that if he it, goes with it, it's so also, does all the goo. No, it's also just a dumb after credit scene. Like no one wanted him in that movie, so like, well, and I it's th- fine. And I think <laughs> they did that just to introduce Venom to this universe. So Eddie, we're not gonna get, just that. We're not going to get the Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, Venom, Spider-Man. We're going to get someone else's Venom. I mean, well, you never know. I, you never know. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put that, and the fact that. I, uh, I mean, you're, we're probably going to get the black suit in some form or fashion. That's the, that's my that was where that was my where I was going with. It. I'm like, yeah, we're probably going to get the black suit eventually. Doesn't so, Flash Thompson so turn into Venom? Uh, yeah, he becomes a Venom. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering. If so there's three the things we're going to get. Now there's four things, but there's three things. Like he either the symbiote is attracted to Eddie Brock and finds the MCU's version of Eddie Brock. It either goes to Flash Thompson. It goes on um, Peter Parker. And like either of those, I'd be fine with. Or if they did a fourth version where like the um, Tom Hardy, if they find the Tom Hardy of the MCU, and it's just Tom Hardy gets to try again and not completely screw it up, um, I'd be fine with that. But either way, I'm I'm fine without it in the MCU. Like, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it'll be I think they screwed up. Sony screwed it up so bad that I'd be fine without it. In the MCU. They, they made Venom more of a hero than a villain, so that's why I didn't think it's we'd so ever, stupid. We'd and then that's what they're doing. Tom Hardy one. I mean, I in, in more current movies. comics, he's a bit of an anti-hero. So, like, at least for me, as a as a person, it lines up. So I don't really mind. But I get why people are, have that like old school vision in their head of him. But that's just at least for people. If you read comics, that's currently where he kind of sits. 
Um, let's talk yeah. about the triple Spider-Man, but before we get into that, I do love the fact that they, because part of the plot is um, Spider-Man is trying to fix all the enemies, because if mm-hmm. Strange sends them back, they all die, because they found out that once they died in their universes, they got blipped over here, and then Spider-Man doesn't want that, so he wants to heal them. I love the fact that they made... Uh, that Doc Ock got some redemption and turned into a good guy because he, in my that mind, was, awesome. was always a good guy. It was just the AI that turned him into yep. a bad guy. So Peter makes him a new chip to control the uh, Doc arms. And, I was um, definitely getting, I was definitely getting almost like PS4 Spider-Man vibes out of that. Honestly, yeah. yes, no. that's what they went for. There, there was a PS4 Spider-Man move in in when he's fighting against Green Goblin. Um, let's talk about this whole freaking scene, right? Like, the fact that Alfred Medina is just like, guys, like, I, the voices are gone. Like, the acting there is incredible. Um, and then we get Spider-Sense, right? He catches Green Goblin before Green Goblin is doing something. Um, I think they crushed the, the Spider-Sense in this. Like, I think it was really cool. Um, obviously, still calling it the tingle, but, like, it, the, the, the dolly zoom in and everything, every time that happened, was pretty cool. And the muffled noise background... Like I just, I just love it, and then plus the fight choreography between him and Green Goblin that we get in the same scene, pretty freaking incredible. Yeah, no, it was a really good scene. Um, That's really good. And then Aunt May, sorry to interrupt one more time. Aunt May's, um, Aunt May's the Uncle Ben, right? Like yep. Aunt May is the, you know, great power. With that comes great responsibility. Like the yeah. fact that we get that, it, I loved it. I was both surprised by that. I mean, I guess like it was fine, but I was like. Huh? Okay, this was a surprise. Oh, that come on. Um, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I guess if somebody got to die, okay. Yeah, Yeah, but like the fact that it gets paid off later with the other two were like, hey, that was Uncle Ben that said that. And it's like, wow, like obviously they're just making it clear that Aunt May is this Peter Parker's uh, Uncle Ben. Um, and I think that's really cool. Like you get Marissa Tomei who is, like, this incredible actress, and now she's, like, this, you know, this iconic character, and it's, like, this cool, iconic female character that meant something to this Spider-Man. Um, it was a really cool, different spin. I, I genuinely really liked it, and I think it paid off, especially what we've seen her twice now um, in the other movies, so I, I think it was a really cool send-off for that character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah, it's where, I guess for me, it's, like, where does he go from here? Because I think he was still in the... Or... Still, t- or no? He's, I guess he's in college now. I think. Yeah. Technically, so like, I guess he's a full grown adult. But that's just like, it's just it, weird because like, I guess the last two movies he was, you know, he was at home with May, and it's just like, I guess part of it, I guess in the next week, be like, where does he go from uh, there? I guess he's I got know. happy still, so that's a thing. Um, but then but we get introduced really. to the other Spider Men. They they introduce them very well. Ned now has. Doctor Strange powers, as he calls it. Oh, so he's able. To, I, I, go ahead. He he's able to open portals. I thought they introduced um, Andrew Garfield <laughs> and Tobey Maguire very good. He can use a sling ring. Ooh. He can use a sling ring. Um, but yeah, they introduced them both. It wasn't a big shock to me. I think everyone just kind of went nuts because of the reveal. I was surprised they did Andrew Garfield first. To be honest, I thought they'd do Toby first. Yeah, I think it was a save the best for last type of thing. At least yeah. for people like that have the like the you know the hard on for like the nostalgia. So yeah, and to be completely honest, I was actually waiting for a 
another Spider-Man. I thought they were going to introduce Miles. I really did. I was waiting for this other that was the other to open. That was the other thing. Was Jamie Foxx was like, "There's got to be, know, a, there's got to be a black Spider-Man somewhere." You had the swagger and everything, and you're from. I think it was like you're from Brooklyn, and he's like, "Man, I thought you'd be black." Yeah, like, there's got to be a black oh, Spider-Man oh, somewhere. I was like, if that isn't a clue, I don't know what is. But no, okay. I, I was really expecting a third portal to open, and they were going to bring in Miles for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, that would have caught me off guard, but they didn't. Uh, so Andrew and Garfield. Or Andrew Garfield and Toby are in it. Um, it was a great time. Um, Andrew looks, or um, yeah, Andrew looks the same. Toby looks a little bit aged, but that's because those movies were what back in two thousand four, I think it was yeah, the first one. Been, yeah, it's uh, been like like fifteen ish years or so, sixteen years. But um, they all meet up because now uh, the current Peter Parker is down on his luck, so um, they all get together. And I tell you, I could watch an entire movie of those three just in a room yeah. talking like they had great. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the conversations that they had was all improv. I don't think uh, a lot yeah. of it was written yeah. down. I think there was a ton of it that was improv. Yeah. I, I really genuinely love their interactions, right? Like they're constantly like, we even get a moment up at the um, statue of Liberty when they're just like, he's like, ah, my back hurts. He's like, let me pop it for you. And then they just kind of go back and forth. Like it's, well, because it's that, really cool. that was a callback to the second one where he's like, Oh my back. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and apparently yep. Toby Maguire has real back problems in real life too. So that was kind of a callback. Well, um, on top of that, to, to add to that real quick, like a fun, fun thing there. Um, <laughs> because in the first, in the second movie, second or third movie, he was wanting a lot more money. And so they said, quote, that he faked a back injury. Uh, um, so, so they, yeah, there was a lot of those jabs to, to do that, um, to make fun of him, which is they're, sad, they're, still, Are they really going to do that after, like, trying to get more money out of him? And this, that's, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like a, to reality, a shock to reality type of thing. I think my favorite yeah. line out of the whole thing was when, um, current Spider-Man goes, hey, what are some of the weird or the craziest villains you've ever yeah. met? And Tobey Maguire goes, well, if, I, apparently you've met some of them. I, I, I once fought an alien from outer space made of black goo, and then the current one, oh, no way, I fought an alien once on Earth and in space. Yeah, he was purple, and then Andrew Garfield, I want to fight an alien. <laughs> like, that's my favorite yeah. line of the whole thing. He's like, like, all I got was a rhino in a mech suit. <laughs> I'm lame compared to you guys. I once fought a Russian guy in a rhino suit. <laughs> yeah, you got, like, the B-list enemies, and then there's the other two. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. If you, if you think like, about amazing. it, Andrew Garfield like fought the most powerful out of all of them, which is Electro. I think, like, yeah. there should be no reason yeah. Spider-Man can beat Electro. <laughs> like, this just shouldn't yeah. happen. But yeah, that was my favorite one. I want to fight an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all great too. And then he's like, and then Tobey Maguire's telling Ned like before that scene. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> Tobey Maguire's telling Ned. He's like. Yeah, um, Ned, you have a guy in a chair? He's like, oh, I had a, or you have a best friend? He's like, yeah, I have a best friend. He tried to kill me once. He died in my arms. And then he, like, walks away. And Andrew Garfield in the background, like, listening. And then he comes back to Peter later, and he's like, I promise I won't ever kill you. And then Andrew Garfield, like, touches him, like, on the shoulder. He's like, good job, buddy. Like, thumbs up. And it's so good. (laughs) I promise you I won't ever turn into a supervillain and try to kill you. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. When I believe the theory is Ned's going to turn into the Hobgoblin, which, uh, because oh, yeah, that's the that big theory silly, is he's going to turn into the Hobgoblin. That doesn't add up, but okay. Yeah. Not at all. 
Um, but uh, and then the other, my other favorite line from it is when you know they're getting their butts kicked by Sam and everybody, and he goes, "I don't, we don't know how to work with his team." Like not not to brag, guys, but I was in the Avengers. The Avengers, that's great. What is that? You don't have the oh, Avengers. Is that a band? Is that a band? Are you in a band? No, it's like yes. the world's most mighty. How is this helping? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, the chemistry like, between all three. See, that's why incredible. I just thought it was just Sony's big like, oh yeah. We're just gonna like do all the nostalgia, and I'm like, I guess yeah. that's fair, but I'm like, okay, yeah. It was... How'd you guys feel about the? How'd you guys feel about the web shooting when the? He's like, you guys, you guys. He he, he tries to tell him like, yeah. I don't have a web shooter, and then he just shows them, and they're like, that came out of you. Oh, you <laughs> can't do that. Talk about it. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah. How is that even possible? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. And later on the Statue of Liberty, he's like, does it come out of other places? Yeah. Like, like, it was just great banter between them at all times. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. Um, and then we get that cool, like, swing off each other moment when yeah. they, after the Avengers conversation, like, they just, like, these iconic, like, all three swing off each other and help each other up. And, like, they're all teamwork. Like, oh, Peter 1, Peter 2, Peter 3. It's great. Peter 3. So um, yep. <laughs> I, I think the best moment of the whole film is uh, current Mary Jane. Or not, whatever her name is. MJ, is, Michelle. MJ yeah, Michelle is falling, yeah. and current PJ, or current oh Parker God, is yes. fa- is diving to catch her, and then Green Goblin knocks him off, and then Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. dives, catches her, and oh, says, are yeah. you okay? She says, I just yes. got chills. And then he tears up, which is like... The, are the you redem- okay? Yeah, which is the redemption <laughs> yeah. he needed from the first of yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. It's so good, and like when they're when they first like see him, right? They go and they find him on top of the school building, and they're like, he, "He's like, what happened to you?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I lost my, I lost Gwen. She was my MJ." And like you kind of like even if you don't see those other movies because my girlfriend did it, like even if you don't see those other movies, you understand. Okay, he lost somebody, and then later to get that payoff and like to see him like choked up about saving this person, like saving MJ, right? His MJ, and it was oh man. Incredible, incredible scene. Yeah. If it wasn't for Green Goblin, that'd probably be the best part, of, like best scene of the whole movie for me. Um, but yeah, that I want to go watch it again. And then <laughs> it's incredible. The other good redemption is when um, Toby uh, Peter Parker meets up with Doc Ock, who is now in oh, control, man. and it's like Peter, Peter, my boy, how are you, boy? Yeah. We're all grown up and trying to do better, which is a callback to uh, Spider Man Two. Um, so yeah. just tons of redemption in this movie, tons of callbacks. Uh, all the all the all the Spider Men save all the villains. They they cure all of them, then send them back to their own uh, realities or whatever you want to call it, so that they don't die. Um, and just so many one, so many one liners. Even when Doctor Strange comes mm-hmm. out of the portal, is like I've been. Hanging over the Grand Canyon for twelve hours at Andrew Garfield. You went to the Grand Canyon. He could have used your yeah. help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fact that we haven't even talked about that fight, right? Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like that was that that fight was awesome. The CG was incredible, and I only didn't like it when Peter out loud was like, "Oh, geometry. You know geometry." Like I, I didn't yeah. like that, but it didn't hit for me. Um, but the whole scene was incredible, and I just love that. Just. We got a Doctor Strange versus Spider Man, and I, I, oh, one thing that I had to point out that I absolutely loved is when he hits him out of his body, hits Spider Man, Peter Parker out of his body, and he's floating into like that spirit form. I forget what they call it. Astral. He's plane. like floating astral plane, and when he's like trying to pull the box, the 
Spider-Man's body is just moving on its own. And when you're looking at Peter Parker in the astral plane, he does have those squiggly lines as if his speeder, uh, spider sense is going off. Uh. Like, it's really cool. They added that effect while he's in the astral plane. So it's completely, you see the lines visibly, and it was a really cool effect. Yeah. Like, really cool. I um, loved it. But no, we'll start wrapping this up. But, you know, they cure everybody. Why? Um, Green Goblin and current Peter Parker are having at it, and Peter Parker is just rage mode because if we don't oh, man. Aunt, Crushing Aunt May dies because Green Goblin kills her. Um, and he. Which that scene. That a, scene. Yeah, about to stab Green Goblin with his glider, and then Toby Peter Parker steps in, stops him, and then the Green Goblin, as an asshole he is, stabs Peter Parker in the back with a blade. But Peter Parker, I've been stabbed before, <laughs> not like that, probably. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the multi multiverse is collapsing. Peter makes the ultimate sacrifice and just says, "Recast the spell, make it that everybody that ever knew me." Um, doesn't remember Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So at the very end, we kind of get this um, restart for Peter Parker where nobody knows who he is, and that's kind of how... I, I don't want to say how Spider-Man's supposed to be, but it also kind of is because the whole mm-hmm. thing with Peter Parker is that the people that know him are the ones that are always getting hurt, so it's better off that nobody knows who he is so his close friends don't get hurt. So it's going to be and interesting. We get the awesome new suit. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be very interesting how they move forward with this of how he is reintroduced into the Avengers if he just keeps his secret identity a secret or what, but uh It's, it's done, be, right? Like Yeah. I think it's done, right? Like I think that's the end. I think that's the end of the contract, isn't it? No, he's no, he's not. got three more movies after this. Yeah, they got really? Yeah. They for three more now, yeah. Wow, I did not know that. I am so, excited. Yeah, it's like <laughs> And I guess it kind of makes sense because a lot of the Avengers that knew him um, are retired or dead, except for maybe Doctor Strange, because I don't think Thor ever meets up with him. Uh, No, not that I'm aware of. I mean, you could say at some point they could probably retcon something in the future. Yeah, or or, yeah, yeah, because the only people that know him currently are or that knew him are Doctor Strange, the the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Tony, but Tony's dead. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. But it was it was Drax, Mantis, Nebula, Star Lord, and, yeah. and Strange. Yeah. But I don't think the Guardians are going and Thor are going to be on Earth anytime soon. I think they're going to be off on their own adventures for a while. Yeah, so, I think they set it up right. Though only Doctor Strange uh, doesn't know who he is. But well, yeah, and that's that's why the whole like a lot of those like teasers at the end with like the bit of the like, venoms falling off and stuff like that are there is because it's only setting up his future movies so. yeah so i think he's going to be more solo than part of the avengers for the next couple three but we'll see how that works um jumping ahead jumping ahead real quick how did we feel about the the trailer man you're like we're on the same page here to, uh Kane, <laughs> that's where I was um, going. Yeah, yeah pretty, that wasn't even a se- that wasn't even a uh, end credit scene. I, that was an end trailer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know who the Doctor Strange enemy is going to be. That's all I can say. Well, they they show Baron Mordrew. They show the Dark Strange, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it's the it's the other little bit that is the important part. There. Is it Mephisto? No, no. Who do you think it is? 
Shuma Gorath. Yeah, well, they do show Shuma Gorath, which I don't know. Oh, if they do anything like they yeah. did with Starro, I'm going to be kind of upset. I know you guys like Starro, but I thought they did him cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't it, was, it was more like because Clint. they did it in Suicide Squad, but I don't think they're going to do that in Doctor Strange. Yeah, I just hope they don't. He looked too cartoony to me. In well, Suicide the problem Squad. is they're also intru- they're also introducing new characters. Like There was multiple new characters popping up in the trailers, and I was like, yeah, yeah and they looked like they were friendly. They weren't bad guys. They no, they friendly. showed Peggy Carter as Peggy or Captain Carter. Uh, who else did they show? Did they? Yeah, there's a scene. I, with, I didn't care for the trailer at all. It's a it's a all. girl with the cap shield on her back, and it's it's Captain Carter 100. percent What? I didn't see that part. It's it's a quick what? glimpse. It's super yeah, quick. Cute. Um, I'm trying to think. Of so we're trying started. to say that we're getting the what if? Is that what they're saying? I think that or a secret. World Battle War. Secret World Battle World. Secret World. Yes. Because they're they're saying Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire might come back. That would be weird. Okay. I hope Andrew Garfield gets a third movie. I said it. There. I'll watch it. Yeah. He he got shortchanged, I thought. I I liked the first two of his and they just kind of just pulled the plug. See, I didn't really like I didn't really like Garfield just because I I love Garfield. See, I thought he was the best Spider Man. To be honest, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't think that at all. I thought he was too much of a dick. But that's just. <laughs> my, it was my, my, I, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Like he is kind of an asshole. Like, like there's a lot of parts. Excuse my language, but like he, yeah. I I agree, but I do like him still a lot. Like Toby was the strongest Spider-Man. Um, Tom Holland was Spider-Man. Tom Holland was the smartest Spider-Man, and I think yeah. Andrew Garfield was the most. Spider-Man. See, yeah, like, I, was Toby, Toby, Toby was a yes. good like actor as far as like Spider-Man was concerned. The only thing I didn't like about what they did with Toby was I felt like they placed him weirdly in life during Spider-Man because they like started him in high school, but then he like it felt like he skipped right through college, like or like it, they didn't really like because he looked like a forty-year-old man. He had to. <laughs> well, yeah, but it just felt off, and that's what I yeah, didn't no, like. I agree. Like I liked his performance, but man, him is—he was more of a successful Spider-Man. Like he saved like, people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but I just meant like in terms of like life. Like they really—I don't know—they just yeah. like he didn't really do much with college. It was just kind of like there was like some, but it, I don't know. I felt like they just kind of glazed over it for the most part, and that was really weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it could be Shumagorath because we did see him. Uh, in the trailer, but I, 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 don't, I feel like they're keeping. Um, it's going to be interesting how they, if they, tie King the Conqueror into this whole thing. Because I he's think that's be- an Ant Man, right? Are they gonna? I, I think they might at the end drop something for the Ant Man, but I believe he shows up in Ant Man. Is what it's announced. I don't. I don't know. King the I Conqueror casting. Yeah, King the Conqueror is casted in Ant Man. Okay. Plus, so King isn't really a strange villain. Like, I mean, uh, Strange has helped beat him a few times, but he's not like. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, but, I think he's going to be like the next big Avengers villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I was thinking more like the actual Doctor Strange movie, basically. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I I think you're right on Shumagorath just because Mephisto, I don't think you can put him in just one movie. I think he's he's too big of a villain to just be a one-time villain. Yeah, he's more of like a, a lot of setup guy and then he finally yeah. shows up and does a thing. So. Yeah. I think we would have got something if this was supposed to be cuz it's not supposed to be the horror aspect that it used to be. Um I wish it was and I think we would have got a lot of that if it was still the same horror aspect movie. 
Um, but because it's not, I don't think we're going to get that same villain. I just, yeah, it's going to suck. And it'll be it'll be interesting how what they do with Evil Strange because was he say things just got interesting or things just got complicated? yeah like he, yeah he, yeah he no he literally said now things are getting interesting or no, things just got out of hand is what he says that's what it was okay yeah. well I mean he still says something to like rather dramatic effect yeah I don't know if we get the what if series in like inserted and we get the see or we get the watcher right like we get that like that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, they've already introduced the Eternals and like Celestials, like yeah. not like not introduced them, but like we saw Celestials, but it was on a clip during like the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. This was more like Eternals, like the they were like well established as a thing. So, and we're I'm still waiting for the biggest. I don't know if he's going to be a villain or not, but I've been waiting for this guy forever. Is Adam Warlock? Like I want to see what they he's going to be Adam in. He's going to be in the next Guardians. I know, but I want to see what they're going to do with this guy. Like, is he, well, is he going to be a one-time guy? Is he going to be a villain? Is he going to be a villain turned good? Like, what are Because he is like one of the most powerful beings in the universe. So I don't. I, mean, I don't do want cast? them to be just a one-time villain guy. Yeah. Plus, who they cast was fantastic. So I mean, I was yeah. like, yeah, that he he definitely fits the build. Like, yeah, I you could call it typecasting, but like, I don't know. I like that the care the the person they god is a a good actor and b matches like the physical depiction of adam warlock from comics so i'm okay with it like obviously they they can do with creative freedom what they will but it's it's not a bad i don't think it's a bad thing yeah because i feel like did i feel like adam warlock and kane work together Mm, no i felt like pretty sure they're mostly opposite ends are they okay i could be wrong all right. Well, I'm going to end it there because we are at two hours here, and this was fun. But we can dive into more of Spider-Man in the next episode, and we can talk more about Hawkeye um, and Witcher because I have not had a chance to watch The Witcher. Of course, um, are you guys going to be available next Monday? I know Christmas is on Saturday. I got planned uh, on was, Sunday. I mean, I'm I'm actually I'm actually off that whole day, so okay. yeah, I'll be available. I might not be. I was hoping to knock out the set review today, um, but I will uh, stay tuned. I will keep you posted. All right. I mean, we could if you're off, we could do it. Maybe or are you not off, Juice? I'm off. I have off. Oh, I'm I say if, if I'm you're off, off to the too, third. <laughs> if you're off too, can we can maybe do it earlier? We don't have to. We could do it like not at night, I guess. Yeah. Or not. Kids either. are going to daycare, so I am available all day Monday. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. Figure it out. Um, but that's going to be it for the podcast tonight. Be be on the lookout for a unboxing video. I should be able to get it done tomorrow night. I do have to work a basketball game, so I won't be getting home till like nine nine thirty. But nothing's going to prevent me from opening my case when I get home. It just depends if I want to do the big setup or the small setup on my computer. But that is it. So I hope everyone enjoyed Spider Man. I hope everyone got their Empire stuff. If you didn't, it is coming. Don't worry. This is going to take a little bit longer. Uh, I hope everybody got what you wanted. I know Venom Magneto is the big thing out there. Hopefully you pulled it. Hopefully you pulled. Apparently there is a double chase brick out there somewhere that is Demon in Armor and Venom Magneto. Um, So I hope you guys out there got that one. But um, I hope all your pulls are good. I hope you enjoyed Spider-Man. If you didn't and you listened to the spoilers, um, go see it, even though we pretty much told you everything that happened. But um, hopefully you didn't stay for the spoilers. Everything we just talked about does not justify the the experience itself. Go watch it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, check out Glass Cabinet Hobbies, who's doing case breaks right now. Use code CLIXINGIT, C L I X I N I T, get 5% off your order. And then Ryan, sure. Ryan got a Cinch Free and the Plant Quill, or Quail, I think, uh, from the set. So that was cool. Oh, because he bought a brick, or he bought a case in Kenosha that it, where he went. No, 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 from the case break. Oh, he did a case break as well there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you can get super lucky on those case breaks, and you don't have to worry about people sniping stuff off the shelves. But, uh, yeah, and then join our Patreon and check out our YouTube channel and all that jazz. So uh, thanks, everyone, for sticking around for the podcast tonight with the review and everything. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there, and as always, keep clicking it.